Hey everyone, this is Kathy Olson and welcome to the Secrets of Gorgeous Design podcast. Oh my goodness, today I'm so, I'm kind of like, it's a bittersweet topic for me to talk to you today about. And the topic is really something that has changed my business a lot. It's both exhilarating and exhausting. <laughs> so um, I've I've just come back from back to pretty much back to back events. My Septembers and Falls are always filled with really life events. And they are awesome and can be exhausting too and can cost a lot of money if you do them wrong. So I want to talk to you about my top tips for real life events today. So let's jump into this episode. My name is Kathy Olson. I'm part of a group of entrepreneurs who are the founders and creative directors of their businesses who have a discerning eye and a ton of heart. If you ask those get rich quick types, they would say that pretty design isn't functional and doesn't sell. Yet we are proving every day that beautiful and thoughtful details do sell and in fact attract unstoppable beauty and wealth. We believe that we can have it all and that sales can be gorgeous. These are the secrets of gorgeous design, and we are here to make creativity lucrative, build gorgeous brands and sales funnels, and to make the world of business a gorgeous place to be. All right, y'all. I hope you are ready for some real, real talk today because I am just like right in the thick of the aftermath of traveling a ton. So um, I, gosh, it's like basically August, September, and October of every single year is my craziest every year because it's kind of like this intersection of me traveling a bunch for events, um, for either speaking events or events that I'm attending that I'm paying to attend, right? <laughs> Instead of them paying me. Um, and I also, it's, it's like the beginning of the really busy season for Love Inspired, which is my um, design agency. So it's kind of like this perfect storm of awesome busyness. Um, and it, and also it happens like right before all of the holidays hit too. So it's kind of crazy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. So I love it. I mean, obviously I can say no to all these events. I don't have to speak at events. I don't have to attend events. Right. Um, and I don't have to take on all these clients. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's definitely voluntary, but I will say that there's ways to do it wrong. So when people kind of get burned out from real life events or don't want to get, go to a real life event or get freaked out to go to their first real life event, it's, it's kind of a culmination of all of these things. And I think you, maybe you've heard some some like horror stories about people who have gone to real life events and they were a waste of money or, um, or maybe it's just scary period to make that kind of investment in your business. Because as soon as you go to a real life event, your, your costs start to like, you know, exponentially <laughs> add up, right? It's Cause you obviously have to take time off of work. Um, you got to, you know, deal with real life situation where if you have, you know, children or something, you got to deal with childcare, you know, all of that stuff. And then not to mention, uh, all the travel costs that are incurred, uh, flying, eating, right? Like where you have to stay, all that stuff. So I know it can be really freaky for people. And actually what kind of made me started thinking about this was that I was interviewed for a magazine about events and about real life events and what they did for my business. And it made me really kind of look back at all of the events that I've gone to over you know, gosh, whatever, 10 years. And um, really got made me start thinking about all these little different moments and these t touch points that really changed my life. They were like the catalyst moment. 
I made an in-person connection and met someone that w- would forever change my life after that point. And that's happened several times. It's not just like this one event that I went to, right? It happens pretty much, not pretty much, it happens yearly, every year. Um, there's probably several people that I meet that I that change the trajectory of my life. So, and I can say, you know, there's a good handful of people that I can just name off that have totally changed my life. And I met them at real life events. So, um, and it's not just the people, but the things, the little moments, um, the little ahas and stuff like that too. So I want to today kind of give you sort of a survival guide, I guess, <laughs> of sorts, something that can, that you can use like three things that you can do to really make events work for you and make them worth the investment of your time, of your energy, of your actual money, right? And so the first thing that you need to do when you go to a real life event, and also I should say to you, the reason I'm kind of dove into this is because I'm actually throwing my first real life event um, in February here in San Diego. So I'm really excited about that. So it's again, I'm also like, this is coming from both sides of it, from the side of me attending events for 10 years. And then also now I'm throwing my, my own event and I'm trying to kind of create these connection points within the event. So all that to say, okay, so my first number one is that you want to focus on getting two things, basically, um, getting strategy out of it, but also getting inspiration out of it. So the, there's a lot of times people, some people, when people go to events, they basically think, oh, I want to get, you know, this thing out of it, right? But I think that sometimes those goals are a little too lofty, especially if you're trying to get something completely finished before you leave. Sometimes it's pretty hard to do because what ha- what ends up happening is, you know, we, we say, oh, I'm going to buy this, you know, ticket to this event. I'm going to learn how to do this thing and then I'm going to come back and it's going to be all awesome. But what kind of ends up, especially if you have implementation in mind, but what ends up happening is you get into a room full of other like-minded individuals and entrepreneurs and we just want to talk to each other, (laughs) you know, especially the smaller events that where you, where you do are allowed to talk to each other, you know, and kind of, um, fellowship with one another, we start to talk to each other and that kind of takes over. Um, we're like, oh my gosh, you, it's like we finally get around people that understand us. And so we just start talking, 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 talking and making these friendships, which is great. But you can kind of leave feeling a little unsatisfied if all you did was kind of talk and hang out with people, right? So this is why it's really important that you focus on something that's actually doable within your construct, right? Something that, you know, if if you might think you're going to have a lot of downtime to work, but probably you're not because you're going to end up meeting people and talking to people. So um, that's why my two goals are always to get strategy and to get inspired because either way you're going to get both of those. Whether you have a lot of time, um, a lot of downtime in between, you know, the sessions or maybe you're alone and you don't know anybody. So you are going to get a lot of downtime or maybe it's one of those ones where you have no downtime and or you're talking to people a lot. Um, either way, either type of event, you can still get strategy and you can still get inspired. So what I mean by strategy is you want high level strategy. You want to go to an event that some, where someone is teaching something that is basically something that you haven't tried before, right? Um, and of course, there's always going to be situations where you're like, oh, I've tried it that way, but maybe maybe it's a new opportunity as far as like it's a different way to do the same thing. So maybe it's something you've learned before, but there's some kind of strategy that you were missing or something you haven't tried. So those are always the things that I'm gathering. I'm basically gathering strategy ideas for whatever, right? For whatever type of event it is. And then um, the second part of that is to get inspired. So I think what... 
I mean by getting inspired is not like getting inspired by necessarily the speaker or like feeling warm and fuzzy, but getting inspired by what is possible. So sometimes I get inspired by the people around me and not having anything to do with the people on the stage. Because sometimes when you're attending an event, or even speaking at an event, honestly, um, I get inspired from the fellow speakers. But it's kind of that idea of like seeing what is possible with someone who's in the same boat as you. So sometimes all it takes is just seeing one other person that's doing something that you've been dreaming of doing to give you that permission to be like, okay, cool, I can do it too. So those are the two things. Those are my goals. I guess, um, when I go to a real life event is to get strategy and to get inspired and that's enough. And if I get those two things or a couple, you know, a few different versions of those two things then I'm happy. The second thing that you need is you want to utilize as much as possible time to bounce ideas. So if you are able to talk to other people or if they, or if the event has like a group setting where you can talk to other people, bounce those puppies as much as you, (laughs) those ideas as much as you possibly can, because, a lot of times, this is what we don't have in our own business, right? This You want to utilize this as much as possible because once, as soon as you go home and you're sitting in your office um, and you're surrounded by your dog or whatever, right? Like there's no one to talk to anymore and you're, and maybe you even do have a couple employees, but that's, it's just such, it's like an insider thing, right? It's kind of in that, at that time, at that point, you're just sort of bouncing the same ideas off of each other and you're not getting any new perspective. So if you at all have any time whatsoever, any time throughout the event to bounce ideas off of each other, even if it's like, hey, can you meet up for coffee? And can I bounce some of these ideas that I'm having off of you? Or hey, can I walk with you, you know, to get a sandwich or whatever it is, right? Like just make some time to bounce ideas off of each other because there's, they'll, you know, other people will help you see kind of holes in your idea, but they'll also just like give you practice to just talking it out and saying it in a different way and explaining it in a different way. And it's so, it's so powerful because a lot of times we write stuff down and it's just not the same thing as if we bounce off ideas off of other people. So that is the number two thing you really need to do. And then number three thing is that do try to take some quiet time without distraction. So, and actually this is kind of what makes real life events really important versus, or really unique, I guess, in, in, you know, instead of taking a course online is that you do kind of have that quiet time. There'll always be some time, even if it's a really busy packed schedule, especially when I'm a speaker um, at an event, my, my schedule's pretty packed full because I'm basically on the whole time for for the most part. And if I have a roommate too, then we really are on because we never stop talking. <laughs> so, um, but if you schedule or just make sure that you utilize that quiet time, because like I said, you will get some, whether it's on the plane or in a car ride or, you know, right before you go to bed or like, or during a break or when, I don't care, even if you're in the bathroom, right? <laughs> um, try to use that time. And if you don't have a lot of quiet time at, at when you go to real life events, make some, you know, let your family and your friends know that you're busy, that you're out of the office, turn on your out of office, you know, turn off your phone, whatever it is, it's distracting you from like the real world, like back in, you know, where, where you live. Um, just protect that quiet time and be there, right? Be fully present. And when you are just, just take advantage of that, that chance that you get to like go away from real life for a couple of days. Right. And actually just 
soak it in and just like fill in the space that you're currently occupying and just be there. So use that quiet time without those just the real life distractions, right? Because you might have distractions at the event, but I mean like use any little moments that you have just on your vacay away from real life to just really think things through. And maybe you need to grab a notepad. Maybe you need to just, you know, like I said, make some quiet time. Maybe you have to miss a session or two in order to take some quiet time and just go off alone. That was something that was really, really hard for me in the beginning. And gosh, I mean, it still is kind of hard, but I've pretty much gotten over at this point. I had this really, really strong sense of FOMO, right? Like fear of missing out. So I would never miss any sessions, especially like in a bigger conference. I would never miss any sessions. I'd go to every single one and just pack it in, pack it in, pack it in. But then I realized I would be so exhausted at the end of the day. And I would have like never had any time to actually you know, recover and think about what I was learning. So for me, you know, it just, it took a lot of practice for me because, because of my FOMO was so bad, but now I will take time to listen to my body. If I'm really tired, I'll go get, you know, some, a breather and walk around or take, grab a notepad and, um, maybe just take some quiet time to think or, or reflect or just do something. And if, especially if I don't have it like on a plane ride, like on on a long plane ride, I always get that. So I don't necessarily need to take it during the event, but if you're driving or something like that and you don't really have like a lot of time to just be totally still, then, you know, try to make some time. And really these three things are the things that I am making sure that my event is all about. So the event that that we're creating is it's for our Inspired Pro people. So our high-end graphic design program. It's this real life event. We call it actually Inspired IRL, which stands for in real life. Um, so it's basically like the real life version of it and not just the online version of it. But that's like what we're like number one getting you know, strategy and getting inspired by others and what's possible, right? That's like what, that's the number one important thing to me. Number two, having, you know, making time to bounce off ideas off each other, to talk to each other, to say, here's what I was thinking. What do you guys think? It's so important. And number three, to have that quiet time without distractions. We're actually going to have times when I'm not going to allow people to talk. It's like a quiet time where you go, you go in your own little room. (laughs) It's actually at this, um, really cool $6 million mansion in um, La Jolla overlooking the ocean. It's amazing, incredible. Um, So I want people to be inspired by being quiet and just listening to the waves crash and getting away from other people and actually spending that time. So these are like the three things. It's kind of like the cornerstone, like pillars of what I'm creating for this event, because it's the three things that I do at every event to make them worth my money and make them, you know, able to be a catalyst for for growth for my business, right? To, To you to really utilize these events to, and just like spend the, them as much as I, you know, the best way that I possibly can in order to make the biggest impact. So th- those are the three things that you can start doing at your next event to make it worthwhile and to make it amazing and, and a game changing moment for you. So I thank you guys so much. I hope that was helpful and I appreciate you so much. I'll see you next time. Are you ready to join in the fight against ugly design? Yeah? Then head over to www.gorgeousdesignsecrets.com. There you will find high-end design resources, insider designer tips, and an amazing tribe of others just like you.